Hey, welcome back to Spellstorm Miniatures. Uh, my name is Jeremiah. And this is Chad. And we have a special guest tonight, uh, and he goes by Matt. Uh, Matt, say hello to the uh, to our listeners today. Hello, everybody. Hey, so we have a special episode. All of us are uh, living in uh, the coronavirus stage of isolation and not doing anything ever going outside ever anyway um and so we just thought we'd throw out um just a fun episode and we wanted to just do a community a spotlight episode tonight um dan is not able to make it with us and so we uh, tonight so we just have the three of us and we wanted to get to know matt he comes from the salem area and he's one of the event organizers down there and um and so thought it would be a great time to have him on since there's nothing else going on so, Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing relatively well. I still have a job and, you know, use my stimulus money to pay off my credit card. So I can't complain. Oh, nice. Right on. Hey, that's, that's nice. The fact that you still have a job is a huge blessing. <laughs> it so, is. Yeah. It is. I'm very grateful. Are you working from home at all or are you still going in? I'm doing a mix of uh, working from home and when I need to do paperwork, filing, I have to go into the office for a couple hours. But okay, mostly from home. That's not yeah. too bad. Yeah, homeschooling and working at the same time. It's wonderful. Oof, that isn't is the, bad. <laughs> isn't, yeah. The homeschooling piece is weird, isn't it? It's I I I'm still struggling yeah. to get, yeah. get it down. Yeah. That's yeah. I spent yeah. I have older <laughs> kids than you do, and it's still just bizarro. So oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't want to talk about that tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just gonna say it's yeah. well it's it's yeah I'm gonna say it again. It's really nice just not having any kids. <laughs> oh but you wait, you wait, because when you have kids, you have people to play games with in times like this yeah, when you can't go meet your friends. Happen, <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna happen though. I gotta find somebody that'll put up with me first. Yeah. Well, that's the first goal. That's the first goal. Yeah. So um so Matt, um tell me about your war machine journey. What got you into the game? How long you've been playing? What factions do you play? What's your favorite? I mean, let's just let's just hear the the biography of, of Matt. Go for it. All right. So biography of Matt. Yeah. I originally grew up uh, in this small town uh, called Carpinteria, California. It's part of Santa Barbara County. Hmm. And one day I wanted to start uh, playing Warhammer. And I went to the store and I was like, hey, how much for that Warhammer? And the guy pulled me aside. This was probably 2000. He's like, no you want to try war machine. Ooh. And so he, he did the sales pitch for war machine and I bought a Kador battle box and, you know, I've been on and off playing war machine ever since then. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, back in Mark one. Yeah. Damn. I played probably two games in Mark one and it wasn't until Mark two when I moved to Oregon, uh, when I really started playing, um, every weekend. And then okay. before my second son was born, I started playing like two, three times a week is the best. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you get oh, in a really it. nice rhythm. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so so you started with Kate or oh go ahead. I was I was just gonna say those are the good old days that I miss is is being able to play uh War Machine a couple days a week. Yeah. Oh I know. I like I I don't my, get to do that working in a game store. <laughs> I fit this weird gamer transition. The, the gamer life is where you you start out playing the games and you have all this time and no money. And then I hit the second phase where I had no time and no money. 
and now I have the time. All right, I have the money, but no time. So yeah, yeah. Once the kids move out, maybe I'll get the time and money. Yeah, See, that's what I'm looking forward to too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to taking one of their bedrooms and making it my hobby room. Oh, <laughs> upgrading yeah. the hobby space. It's that's gonna right. Be it's like, I'm sorry you can't move back in, but I have to play War Machine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you started with Kador, and mm-hmm. and kind of how long did you hang out there, and when did you jump the faction? Uh, jump faction. Because I know that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, let's see. I my next jump is right before Mark II dropped when Rhett uh, started dropping. Oh, um, okay. I was living in San Diego at that time. I was in the. I was based in Camp Pendleton, and so as I'm about to get out, I'm like, "Hey, this is a perfect time to start a new faction." And so I got an army bag and I filled it up with Rhett because I was flush with money at the time, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going all into Rhett." And then I got to Oregon, and um, you might know uh, Stefan, or uh, he goes by Duck also. Mm-hmm. He uh, sold me on some Scorn, and so I played Scorn, and I got a bronze back into three Warjacks and killed them all in one activation. And I oh, yeah. sold my uh, Rhett and stayed with Scorn for about <laughs> nine years. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Those bronze backs, man. Yeah. They were so dumb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back in Mark II, before people, you know, knew the whole beat back trick and yep yeah yeah good times i think we have uh we have a similar story just with a different timeline because i started with kador and then i started like kind of dabbling and in some mercs instead of red it was mercs for me Mm -hmm. and then and then when i got the scorn uh those those mystery boxes um (laughs) that's what started me on scorn Wow. And and I've been playing Scorn ever since, and I just love it. So yeah. <laughs> now you that's also cool. have Legion and Convergence. So. Well, yeah, okay, so <laughs> that's also true. But I'm on a mission not only to play all the games, but to play all the factions. I guess. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. You got a few more to go. Yeah, that's actually not <laughs> a goal of mine. Let's not talk about my my story in history with various uh, <laughs> factions because I've been all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so you've been playing, so you've been up here for nine years, 10 years, 10 years now, 10 years, yeah. playing mostly scorn, all scorn, uh, scorn up until last year. I finally, I kind of, I got tired of scorn. I mostly got tired with my, uh, paint job. Hmm. Like you can see my progress as a painter through the models and they started to chip and just kind of looking yeah. at that just entire army just kind of depressed me. So I'm like, it's time to move on. If I keep this, I'll probably lose enjoyment in the game. So I picked up a Signar when the um, Archon CID dropped. And so I've been silly painting and playing that. And it's it's been a okay. nice change of pace. Yeah, tell me about that. How's that going from Scorn to Signar? Like, um, how, are the, how are those swans? Oh, Storm Knights <laughs> are so disappointing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's like, okay, I got these guys in armor. They're going to march up. Feel, oh, you shot them all? Oh, <laughs> I don't have a Kriya or Rush or... Yep. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> or or arcane shield on a stick. Well, yeah, you did. Yeah. You yeah. did have arcane shield on a stick. Yeah. And so then I tried arcane shield on a stick with a hurricane against some immortals, and I'm like, this is real nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So who who are you playing right now? Like, who's your who's your caster that you're getting a lot of reps in? Well, up until recently, I suppose. But who who are you playing now? <laughs> Uh, it's been uh, Maddox and uh, Flames in the Dark. Um, oh, I don't have all the new releases, but uh, her with uh, 
some precursor nights and the archons and just it's a fun tough list that can hit hard one turn so nice yeah yeah, yeah it hits real hard <laughs> <laughs> isn't her feet uh, what's remind me of her feet again is it plus strength or is it extra an additional die on damage it's a plus three pow and beat back that's right and so you use that with um what's his name throne to give him the yep. plus two the precursors the plus two damage and then stir the blood feet and then you mini feet and you're mm-hmm. hitting a pow 16s pow 16 weapon masters uh 14 17 weapon masters yeah 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 are they i keep forgetting are they based pow 12 or i believe they're pow 12 base um it's been I a while. Were power, I thought they were power eleven, but I feel like I'm constantly incorrect <laughs> about that. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm... play. Because I don't play this game anymore. Yeah. No. No. I'm right there with you. <laughs> well, even be- even before all of this, I didn't get to play yeah. hardly. Well, I mean, I have my garage set up these days, and that's where I get most of my reps in. It's like, hey, yeah. Joss, come over to my house. Yeah. And what's what is tricks. what is the the meta like down down in your air neck of the woods? Uh, not the best right now. Um, ever since uh, NLG closed back in January, um, events have kind of died down. We've tried um, doing more events at Wild Things, the other uh, store. Yeah. But the the time has just been off. Um, we're helping friends move, and I think there's another tournament, uh, like uh, maybe a tournament in Seattle that a lot of people went to instead of down in Salem. So. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe after the the whole COVID thing, we'll have time to rebuild. But yeah, not yeah. great right now. But we all have Discord, so yeah. Tough part for me is I I work every Saturday, so I don't get to ever make it tournaments. And my Sundays are flex now. Like it, I was always working on Sundays, and then it switched so that I was supposed to be off on Sunday Monday, uh, and then I had to fill in for somebody on Sunday, so my schedule went back to being off on Monday Tuesday. Hmm. So. I got to. I think I got to play in like one of the monthly SRs that James does at uh, yeah at Rune Board before my schedule shifted again and I had to start working on Sundays. Yeah, work's just the worst <laughs> until you don't have way. work, and then you're just like, I really wish I could work. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Work work is funny. I have. I could I can work seven days a week in my job and sometimes I do and <laughs> and um and I need to I need to make more of uh, of an effort to to hit up those Saturday events. I can go to Saturday events. That's more flexible for me. So um I think the last event I did was in Seattle in like August. I'm like what is how how did I go that long without an event? <laughs> was it so, or was it the uh the well I guess large event? Well, because there was a food yeah. machine and the that's true. I did food machine ones. and I did the the one special event that you had. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm talking about like just kind of your standard, you know, steamroller. Yeah. Steam, yeah. yeah, steamroller. Yeah, I haven't done a steamroller since August. So, oof. But yeah, that's bad, bad juju right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how long? So you've been kind of showing some, you know, I guess some leadership down there. How long have you been? Um, planning events or being an event organizer um, really it was it was just filling in for uh aaron allen because he started okay. uh, running the events at nlg and then mm-hmm. you know aaron's going all over the place and so i stepped in when he couldn't do uh 
uh, a tournament and then, you know, yeah, I'd say it's uh, not my leadership, just the whole, just the Salem meta just kind of steps up. Richard Wheeler's also stepped up and hosted tournaments and yeah. he's really, uh, he liked doing that before the shop closed. So cool. Know, yeah. It's a, it's a community thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but there's, it's gotta be that one person, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> it just kind of takes, takes the steering wheel for the day. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not always somebody pushing themselves to the front. Sometimes it's somebody grabbing the wheel as soon as it starts spinning because nobody yeah. else is grabbing it. Yeah. yeah, it's been really nice. We have a kind of a core group down here that's just kept everything afloat for the past ten years, really. Yeah, you know? and it's just kind of ebbs and flows, like it grows and it contracts. But there's always just a group of four of us who are just always there. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Have you guys uh, talked about, or it's already gone and passed? But have of the four of you, how how many of you guys chipped in on the uh, on the Warcaster? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, oh, I don't think I will. Maybe I'll hold out for another faction. And then on the last day, everybody's like, Yeah, I got the full faction for it. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. so good. Everybody's so to hold out to the last day. So which one? Which one had? Did you have your eye on? Which one did you? Which one sold you first? Honestly, none of them really sold me. I just mm. I like the theme of a. Uh, ISA. They're just so different from what I'd been playing before. Mm-hmm. And so just like, oh, I'll go with those guys. I'm still really holding out for an alien faction. When an alien okay. faction comes yeah. out, I'm probably going to dump that and uh, pick those guys up. Right on, right on. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm looking forward to getting some games in. I love skirmish games and alternating activations and stuff like that. And so there's so many things about the game that um, that really appeal to me. But I wasn't able to back it directly through them, but so I'll probably get mine through the 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 game store here, and because uh, I think they got the kit, the game store kit, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got to talk to Nick about we got he got the email about the um the backer kit and add-ons and stuff like that. So well, I know that we we got in at the larger retail value, so we'll have uh, six of each of the starter boxes, and then that's great. I'm going to talk to him about what we're feeling like adding for um, future releases past that, or if we're just, if we're going to do it through the Kickstarter or if we're just going to look to get it from our regular distributor. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, I think it's pretty solid that you guys have a core group that has um, continued to play, um, you know, and kind of keep the game alive down there. Um, Is there, um, is there one person who, seems to always just have your number or are you are you pretty even like in terms of competitive it it kind of it ebbs and flows like yeah somebody will get get a nice list with some new releases and that's the list to beat and then somebody else will pick up a new faction and then they'll be the one to beat and so a lot of times our games are not not as competitive as they used to be before we used to do steamrollers like every weekend back in 2010, super competitive. But now we're just like, I'm going to try something really stupid. And if it doesn't work, <laughs> we're probably going to go on for five more turns because we're really bad now. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that, that's the heart of our games these days. That's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. You know, my favorite is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to charge you with my 
my Marlin Archon and it's going to be awesome. And then we point out that like, oh yeah, I brought a hurricane. So I grounded all my Archons. Oh. But your with flight can't fly either. So it's a win for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, one of the things, one of the things that re reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast was uh, you posted a picture, um, a hobby photo. And in the same photo, I think you had, Three Riot Quest models and a Plague Furnace. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so my question to you is, what other games do you play? Well, I picked up Riot Quest recently. Um, Privateer Press is doing the twenty-five percent off their store thing, and so my younger son, he's seven, he uh, has an interest in uh, the miniatures game. So he and I are learning to play Riot Quest together. Cool. Riot Quest is Riot Quest is a pretty good one. Yeah, because it's it's zany. You can do crazy things and not have to worry about you know wasting a bunch of time. Like in, like War Machine is a lot of fun, but there's a lot of times where you're like, I'm gonna go for this crazy thing, you know, on turn three or something like that, and then it doesn't work out, and then you've spent the last like hour and a half dancing around this <laughs> funny thing that ends up losing you the game. Where it's not that big of a deal in Riot Quest, you can you can kind of go for those big crazy plays. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun, and all the, all the models have a lot of characters. So my sons yeah. have a lot of fun, just like looking at them, pointing them out. He painted uh, Sir Dreyfus today, uh, blobs nice. of blue and green everywhere. So, nice. I was yeah, going to ask think, if you've given him uh, paintbrush yet. Yeah, nice. We're going to enjoy that. <laughs> um, cool. And then I also um, I've been trying to play Age of Sigmar for about two years now. There okay. Hasn't, there hasn't really been a community down in Salem and. Uh, driving to Portland really doesn't work for me, but um, slowly but surely, a, a couple of our friends have picked up uh, Age of Sigmar. So nice. Been painting that. Nice. Yeah, that's my. That's another game that I really enjoy, and and I have um, a bunch of rats just like you do, um, and uh, I've had a I've had several other things too. Hello. Um, but I've. Yeah, we're still here. Yeah, Matt. Matt? Uh, I can't hear anybody. Uh, we can hear you. Hmm. Hello? There we go. All right. That was, so hey. that was, <laughs> that was fun. Weird. We, okay. can still hear, we can still hear we, you. That yeah, was, we totally heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was weird when it got quiet all of a sudden. Like I feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing you heard me say? Uh... You guys were talking about how Riot Quest is a great game, and then I started to go into the Age of Sigmar stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're all okay. So you didn't miss much. Okay. We okay, didn't. We, cool. we yeah. didn't keep going without too far. So uh, yeah. So um, of the games that that we play that I can play with my son Oz, um, Age of Sigmar is the only non-privateer press game that he'll that he'll play, and and so we we really enjoy that. We've done. Uh, we basically just play soup. So I'll just throw a bunch of chaos models on the table and he'll throw a bunch of mo order models on the table. And we're not really like optimized lists and we just charge at each other and shoot each other. And we'll do like, we've done like a three-way battle before and different things. And um, it's it's a fun game and you get to throw, you know, a crap ton of dice. So. Oh yeah. And the models are amazing. And yeah. It, helps out the world is so big so you can craft your own stories around it and just 
it's it can be whatever you want. So I've the few games I have played of it recently, um, they've been a lot of fun. A nice, nice uh a nice break from the uh I'm giving myself a migraine war machine tournaments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that that uh the Age of Sigmar uh rule set um kind of lends itself a lot more to um a, a more of a narrative play and something a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely agree with that statement. I've got um, one of the, they, they released a book and I can't remember the name of the book at the moment, but it was during first edition Age of Sigmar and, and it has a, a series of battle plans that are, that are tied together. And so you can really like craft a narrative. So whatever happens on the, you know, the first, the first battle will will affect the second and i think that's one of the reasons why i love the oblivion campaign so much because um i really like narrative play and i really like having a consequence as a result of not just yay i won or congratulations you won which is normally what i say but but (laughs) (laughs) but like but like there's something happened on the battlefield and and we're part of and we're all telling a story and that's uh, i really like that aspect of it I agree. I, I love telling the story and I, you know, anything to add some flavor to your gameplay is yeah, great. I, it's part of the reasons why I enjoy Age of Sigma so much is they really like to push the, uh, the 3d terrain. And so yeah, I have yeah. a lot of fun with that. Just buying weird stuff I see online. I'm like, I can make terrain out of this or <laughs> people are getting 3d printers now and they're printing yep. out terrain and like, this is yep. amazing. Yeah. Or even just uh, laser cutting some of your own stuff to like push fit together. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a ton of that available out there now, so it just becomes easier, Dude. And more and more accessible. When I started playing Age of Sigmar, I actually liked going to the craft store with my wife. And, uh, <laughs> so it became a date day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah. So, what other games uh, do you play other than Age of Sigmar? Um. I was really big into Monster Apocalypse uh, 1.0 when it was out. Yeah. I've tried getting it into 2.0, but uh, uh, community kind of fizzled. So my younger son and oh. I have tried playing it. And, you know, it, it's fun, but it's a lot of me uh, coaching him how to body slam me into three buildings and stuff like that. It's, yeah. a lot of, it's fun still, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not the same thrill you get. Teaching, yeah. teaching the young ones how to beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who doesn't at... want to throw a monster into three buildings? Kids certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to know how, right? Exactly. Right. Uh, so, Matt, let me ask you a question. Uh, learning curve. Which do you think is easier to teach, uh, Riot Quest or Monpoc? Honestly, they're both really accessible. I'd say Riot Quest is an easier learning curve because the dice pool. Well, I've only I've taught my younger son how to play. Right. So, you know, a dice pool of separate dice is kind of, you know, it's like, no, put those dice back down. They go over here. No, put those dice back down over here. You know. Yeah. But with Riot Quest, you just you have your six dice and you just kind of go off of that. So it's it's a little bit easier with Riot Quest. Okay. Yeah. In my I can opinion. see that. Yeah. yeah. I've had more Monpot games than I have Riot Quest games, so I don't. Uh... I don't feel like I have a good handle on Riot Quest yet, but I can see that. That sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. I, I would say Riot Quest is definitely like much more accessible, especially because there are. So, 
they're starting to put a lot more like movement shenanigan type things into the game. Uh, but a lot of the movements and stuff are very static as opposed to in monster apocalypse. Um, everyone has like all of the monsters have their static movement, but you also have as many steps as you feel like taking, which can, you know, throw another big wrench into explaining where you should be standing in in the city or, you know, where you should move away to. Have not even tried to explain what stepping is. <laughs> don't, even yeah. want, don't even want to go there yet. With, with that one yeah. He's like, no, you move six and you get, you get your seven blue dice or whatever. Yeah. And you can throw me in. He gets that evil cackle on his. Yes. And throws me yes. I love that. I love yeah. that. So what's, um, uh, where are you, how would you describe kind of where you are in your gaming at the moment? Like, do you have any goals for yourself, whether game-wise or hobby-wise? Uh, hobby-wise is to come out of this uh, COVID thing with uh, more painted models than unpainted. Nice. So I'm trying to tackle that by painting 30 minutes a day and just slowly progressing through my armies and seems to be working so far. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, until I bought more Riot Quest models yesterday, I finished five. <laughs> That's always the problem. I've I've got some that are sitting. Uh, I've fallen behind on keeping up with uh, owning everything and having it fully painted with Riot Quest. Uh, but I've been focusing on painting all the Death Guard. Excuse me, all the Death Guard stuff that I have, and I'm three models away from finishing that. And I'm working on uh, basing everything right now too. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to do that with my Skaven. I've uh, finished uh, Catapult, excuse me, the uh, Plague Furnace, and now I'm wor- working on uh, 40 Plague Monks. So Nice. They're, they're halfway down. They're not too bad. I've come to accept that they don't need to be perfect. Yeah. Throw some washes yeah. on and call it yeah. good. I ran into that with my 30 Poxwalkers that <laughs> I was... <laughs> and they still ended up being like probably three or four colors and a wash like by the end of it because <laughs> yeah. you know i i had to add a little bit of variety in there i didn't want everyone to have all the same colored clothing especially because i had i had 30 of them and there's 10 different models and i had three of each of 10 different models yeah so all the ones that were the same model of course i didn't paint their jackets all the same color I painted them differently <laughs> They can't be the same. You have to make them different. Like they've lived a life. Exactly. I get you. I get you. They were people once too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that's my my hobby goal. My long long term uh, gaming goal is to actually be competitive at a uh, war machine again, or nice. even uh, I'm blanking. Space war machine. Oh, Forecaster. Forecaster. Yeah, Forecaster. Thank you. I don't know why that <laughs> name escaped me. But yeah, I just, you know, before my, my youngest one was born, I, I felt like I was fairly competitive at War Machine. I could hold my own. Yeah. You know, I played Scorn against Gatsby too, so I lost frequently, but, you know, <laughs> I, I had a good time. I felt like I, you know, I was up there, but not right now with the kids and, you know, yeah. I don't, don't have the reps and stuff like that. So maybe in five years I can go to Steamroller feeling confident again. Yeah. 
I remember you were one of the first people that I played against in a tournament down in Salem at Borderlands Games, uh, like one of the first events that I went down there for during Mark II. Mm-hmm. You were playing Scorn. Yeah, I always had fun games with you. I re- always really liked it when people from Portland came down. It was always yeah. a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I miss the. Uh, I've talked a couple of different times on here about um growth of the i5 and the growth of the of the community and how strong it was in beginning of mark ii middle of mark ii and and the end of mark ii there were some some good some good five years four or five years there of a lot of really frequent tournaments i miss i miss a lot of you guys down there and unfortunately i just can't i just can't get out even to the local tournaments in this area um being the event organizer and one of the or the like the only full time employee basically at the store. Um, my schedule just gets filled up by work, and I don't have much time to do anything else, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about you know traveling to tournaments before I was married and you know had kids. I I could travel two hours, three hours easily to go to a, a tournament yeah. for Monpoc or something like that. Is it was awesome, but you know now that full time work and kids like. Yeah. 45 minute drive that's asking for that's asking a lot <laughs> yeah 40 45 minute jo- drive to go to a, a six or eight hour tournament for another <laughs> yeah. 45 yeah. minute drive. <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah i can see the uh i can see the desire there though um like wanting to spend some time you know practicing and putting putting your list into a different combination of of opponents lists, you know, and just over and over again, banging your head and just like, okay, this is it. This is what I got to do. And you, you just, and you start to develop that muscle memory. Like there's like a Zen thing that I notice in some of the players that, that tend to get a lot of reps and, and are, are very good. Like the way that they play the game is different than the way that I play the game. And, and there's a lot of respect for that. So. Mm-hmm. I remember back in, when Mark II first dropped, I would have all the forces of War Machine books yeah. next to my bed, and I would just go through a book, and I, before I fell asleep, and just kind of read all the abilities, all the Warcaster mm. stuff, and that was just mm-hmm. that was the mm. best. Nice, but yeah. Hey, do you have, do you RPG? Did you ever play in the Iron Kingdoms RPG? I tried doing it once. Uh, it kind of fell apart after uh, two or three sessions. Mm. So. The desire's there, but just finding a group's a little difficult. Yeah, it always is. <laughs> <laughs> for any game, right? Yeah, yeah, for for any RPG, not just the IK. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel blessed. I got a pretty good group. We're pretty consistent. So we did our uh, Mutant Crawl Classics game on Roll Twenty, and it it worked okay. It's not the same as being there in person, but you know. There's a delay between someone making the joke and then everyone laughing at the joke. <laughs> oh, so. um, are you guys using Roll Twenty for the voice? For We're using Roll Twenty for everything. It's all okay, and it's all browser based. So, so my campaign that's meeting on Wednesdays uses Roll Twenty for rolling and mapping like that. But then we just use Discord for voice because. My DM Zach thought that the a lot of the Roll Twenty servers were kind of getting overloaded with the increased traffic and stuff like that, and so we just decided to use Discord. Mm. So we don't have any issues with any like latency or anything. So you guys might might consider that, especially because Discord is free and you can just make a new channel um, 
here in your own server that you already have. Yeah. <laughs> and my whole group is in my server. So yeah. 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 yeah I, you might think about that. If you, if you notice that there's some latency issues that are causing some problems, um, definitely might try that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just mostly, I'll, I'll pay attention to that. I was mostly just thinking about just some of the, you know, the body, the, you know, the, the nonverbal communication yeah. that, that happens. Yeah. You don't, you don't get that over. Over no, a computer, so. no, you certainly don't. Yeah, like like when you say it's like, oh, I'm gonna run up to that giant and slap it in the butt, and your DM can't see your face, and it's like, okay, well, the giant's gonna <laughs> hit you, so let's roll initiative. You're like, no, <laughs> it wasn't just, it wasn't just. <laughs> You're like, yes, the giant's going to ingest you now. <laughs> oh no, that's a bad DM. No, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, um uh you probably heard the sad news uh this week was announced that Lock and Low this year uh has been canceled. Um do you ever get a chance to get up there? How many times have you been to a Lock and Load? I've probably been to five Lock and Loads. So I've been to quite a few. Yeah. I went to the first three and then uh I I went to the one where Mark three drops and I went to one, two years ago. I was going to go last year, but my dog decided to eat a plastic uh, bag. And so I spent all my lock and load money saving her life. So yeah. it was money well spent, but you know, yes. kind of frustrating. Definitely. Yeah. I remember, I remember you being there for the lock and load for the Mark three drop. Cause there's a, there's a great picture of you, Lucas and I standing in front of uh, the shock trooper. With our awesome uh, war machine shirts on. Yeah, with our awesome war machine shirts. <laughs> yeah, I had the whip it one, and you you had the uh, do you even flex, bro, or shift? Or, there uh, you go, shift. Yeah, and then uh, Lucas was wearing his uh, Resnick shirt that says, "I'm gonna rack it." Yeah, oh, that was a great time. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. So, yeah, yeah. I it'll be sad. I, oh, I'm sorry. Go on. I was just. I think that was the last year that they had it at the Maiden Bower. And then it's been, oh, there may have been one other one there. Because I guess, oh, yeah, no, I guess because Mark III's been out for uh, almost five years at this point now. Yeah. It's no, crazy. really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mark III dropped. Mark III dropped in like 2015 or 2016. It just doesn't yeah. seem like that because... A lot of people forget about the beginning of Mark Three. How uh, a lot of the factions were in a very rough place, and it wasn't until we started getting through the CID updates and reworks of factions before Mark Three really felt flushed out and realized. Like the first year and a half or two years of Mark Three just didn't really feel like it had been tuned correctly. Hmm. As a scorn player at the beginning of Mark Three, I I remember those times very painfully. Oof, yeah. Oh man, that was just the worst. And all this, all the swans drinking up the tears. Oh man, all of yeah. Every other. yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so so bad. But... So June 2016. Yep. There we go. So, and it was yeah. later that summer that I bought my Kador battle box. So, so almost four years for me. Oh, time yeah, flies. A, I know it really does. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. These last four years have been a (laughs) roller coaster of roller coasters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you could uh, change one thing about your meta, um, you know, what what would it be? (laughs) I would like more people. More people. (laughs) (laughs) I I would like to have a game store that, uh, you know, we could talk to and organize with, you know, like rune and board. Like I would like a Chad to help me organize stuff, (laughs) you know, get players in and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? After this whole Corona thing, it might be a brand new world. We might get a brand new store. (laughs) Nothing is off the table anymore. Yeah, I was I was really had really sad to hear that uh, next level was closing because it felt like you guys were starting to hit your stride and get consistent like yeah. good turnout, consistent events firing. It seemed like you guys had um, a good relationship with the store, um, but you know they unfortunately weren't able to stay open, and I totally understand that. And and then look at where we are now. It could have <laughs> yeah, it could have been even worse. Like. I'm fortunate that we are still able to be open and my job has turned into a data entry job as we upload basically our entire inventory into our new web platform. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I ordered it's... something this week from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you deliver or is it all curbside pickup? Uh, we can ship. We don't do any delivery. Oh, that's what I meant. Shipping. Yeah, we can ship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm all out of Agrax Earthshade, so <laughs> I might be ordering three bottles. I think I've got I think I've got right. about seven bottles in. Oh, that's right perfect. Now. That's more than enough. It's not yeah. considered hoarding if there's seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny story about that is I accidentally ordered extra recently, like because I looked at the shelf and they had been like further back on the rack. And so when I looked at it, the shelf looked like it was empty. So I ordered a pack of six of them and then we got them in and it just turns out that the bottles were stuck further up in the rack. And so I basically had a dozen bottles of Agrax Earthshade. And I was like, well, it's not like we're not going to sell this eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is one of those things that will always sell. Yeah. It's a staple. Nolan yeah. oil is a different story though. We are, I think we're down to like a couple bottles. And there's yeah. no Abaddon Black to be had anywhere, apparently, since GW closed all their warehouses. Oh, man. <laughs> all the Abaddon Black is dried up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Abaddon Black is a great black. I've tried using, what is it? Pull, look at the bottle. Yeah, Thamar, Thamar Black. Yeah. And it's just, it's not the same. Really? Mm. Yeah, I just, if you, it, to me, like, it, it, it applies differently, and it, huh. it might be a mind thing, but I've always felt like the Abaddon Black was just... It worked better for me. I've got a bottle of Abaddon Black that I'm going to struggle to open here because I don't ever <laughs> use it because I primarily use P3 paints and I, I yeah. love Thamar Black. I love Coal mm-hmm. Black more than anything else. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Rick, Richard Wheeler oh. just enlightened me to uh, Coal Black. It's oh, amazing. man. Yeah, oh, it's such yeah. a good color. It's like I, discovering a shade for the first time. Yeah, I I almost always find some sort of an excuse to use some coal black somewhere on a model. <laughs> it's just it's such a great filler color too. If you're like, I want something right here, but I don't want to make it black, and I don't want it to be some other color. Oh, let's just put some coal black in there. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm getting there too. It's yeah. like, oh, those, those shoes look good. Oh, they could use a little. Family. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. cold black to highlight it and just like oh yeah this is great so what what paint uh what paint brands have you tried out in your hobby uh well let's see um so you remember haven games right yeah so when they closed uh i helped the uh, owner kind of close up shop and uh as a way to say thank you i got all the leftover paints on the rack so i have wow. I have Games Workshop, I have uh, Vallejo, I have Game Color, I have uh, Privateer Press. Um, yeah, the only thing I don't have are the uh, like the the paint in the little glass bottles. I don't have any of those. Hmm. I even Pretty have sure. a gold a gold pen. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any Turbo Dork? I don't have any Turbo Dork. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like that might be a, a jab at me, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, I've only got, uh, I've got, uh, I only have two bottles of Turbo Dork. I haven't used it a whole lot, mostly because yeah. I don't have an airbrush and or the space for an airbrush. And um, there's not always a lot of stuff that I really want to paint a bright, shiny, metallic color. Yeah. Um, certainly not at this point, although like I am starting to get into uh, craft worlds in 40k so i'm i'm shopping around for a new color scheme and it might be time to do some turbo door color like some shiny metallic that would be very appropriate uh, i think yeah especially yeah. for like the wraith guards the well, wraith guard and the wraith lords yeah and with my new convergence army that's what i was kind of thinking too yeah. it might, might be fun to highlight certain things with that so mm -hmm. yeah i i've been trying different paints um I started out with just Citadel stuff just because that's when, because when I first started getting stuff, the the store that I was buying from, that was primarily what they had. They had army painter and they had Citadel stuff. Yep. And, and then, but then I kept watching those videos that Warhammer TV was putting out and, you know, and then, and then there's all these color things that are out on the internet. And a lot of people are referencing Citadel paints, um, you know, and so that's, I wanted a name to match the thing, you know, and, um, and now I'm branching out and, and using more different things. And so, yeah. yeah. How long, how long have you, uh, been a hobby painter, Matt? Cause I know that you've, I know that you had one time been working on painting, uh, protectorate for Lucas. I've seen your scorn stuff. Uh, I mean, you're obviously still working on stuff now. Did you start doing miniatures painting when you got into miniatures gaming, when you got into War Machine, or did you do other stuff before that? I've been painting miniatures since I was in middle school. Mm, okay. um, my mom's uh, been an artist my entire life, so she's always done portraits and always very supportive of me doing anything uh, art-related. So... My first models I painted were some old third edition striking scorpions for uh, Eldar. Oh, nice, nice. And you know, now that you mentioned that, I in my paint box of shame, I actually found <laughs> uh, some old uh, Citadel paints from back then, and it's still good. It's a, a, gold, a golden that's, yellow that's still usable, that's, which is incredible. That's surprising because I've heard that's a lot amazing. of people talk about like their Citadel paints drying out, and I think it might just be because they didn't quite get the lid back on well enough. Yeah, the, the old, old paint pots uh, that Citadel had, like they had a nice seal on it. And so I, hmm. when you use yellow for the first time as a miniature painter, it just, I think the majority of the time it just 
you know, turns people off from ever using yellow on anything because it's <laughs> such a difficult color to it is. Uh, have it look right. And so yeah. yellow, yellow and white. Yeah. I'm finding orange too. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So that, that's why I just been shoved in the back corner. And like every now and then I see that I'm like, wow, it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, uh, one of our, guys that comes in for or used to come in for magic he's a friend of the store owner uh was working on building imperial fists but he was doing kind of 30k themed so he like made his own terminators and stuff and he was painting those ones yellow those yellow and he actually found a really cool tutorial where he got a very nice not super blindingly bright yellow but a very nice yellow um pretty much all with all washes and layers of washes and uh his stuff was actually in the first painting competition that we did at um rune and board at the end of last year uh he had three models in there they looked fantastic and the the yellow was done very very nicely that's awesome that's super great i yeah i just anybody who can do yellow well in my book is just <laughs> always want to give him a high five he was like yeah you did it you persevered <laughs> you did it good job yeah uh but uh recently i i got an airbrush and i i, I have to recommend that to anybody who has the space it just hmm. it's so nice it just it speeds up your painting so much yeah even if it's just for basing it you know just it's it's so much fun to work with so i've been yeah. using that with my uh signar and I've been using the base paint my uh Skaven, so nice. Yeah. yeah, if I if I had the space, if I didn't live in an apartment, if I actually had a, a good area where I could do it, it'd be it'd be cool to have one. Um Turbo Dork puts out a pink color shift called Bubblegum Crisis. And it would be really cool to do something in in that, uh, but it applies best with an airbrush. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. Mm. Bubblegum crisis. Should, you should do your ISA with bubblegum crisis, then like neon pink shields for like the firefly <laughs> and the, and the beam swords, like neon, like neon bright pink and white and white edging for like where the energy is super hot. That I've, would be, that would be awesome. I've always wanted to do something kind of like in the Iron Man colors with the, the shite, the shiny red, like metallic red and oh, yeah. the gold. I've thought about doing doing that and every time i try it just looks like trash so with the isa i'm just sticking with a gunmetal blue and orange you should but check out some of the turbo dork stuff because they have a couple of nice reds i don't remember what they have in the way of gold hmm. um but i'm pretty sure i think it's the mars or something they have a really really nice almost candy apple red i think that's really kind of what it is that you need to find in and also, like having a miniature that that'll receive that paint well, mm-hmm. I think is difficult. But I think the ISA, you might be able to do it. My inspiration for the the Iron Man uh, color set was uh, somebody on the old PP forums posted their convergence uh, yeah. painted up like that, and it just it looked amazing. And I, it's one one of those secret goals I've always had. Yeah, someday. That's pretty cool. Life Life on Mars or Red Rum by Turbo Dork are their red metallics. The Red Rum is probably a little bit more of that candy apple. 
Okay. Like bright red. Is is life on Mars more of a maroon? A little bit. It's a little bit yeah. darker. Hmm. What do they have? Two cents. That's cool. I don't wow. know if they have a gold. Well, all that glitters is kind of a... Their names are so catchy. They're so funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is a great red. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You should go over to the Turbo Shifts and check out the Bubblegum Crisis, because that... that Ah, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, What are you working on painting right now? I hear you uh, rinsing your brush in your cup there. Oh, you heard that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I was being sneaky. Uh no, <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, I was just uh, I was working on Gubbin, just kind of slowly painting his rockets and uh, getting his gloves done. Nice. <clears throat> I left most of my painting supplies upstairs because I was not going to have my little one down here with all my stuff while I was working today. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, so he got paint all over the coffee table instead, which <laughs> my wife hasn't found out about yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, but my palette and stuff are upstairs, so I've just been using easy-to-access colors. If, uh, if, if you don't already do it, um, I if I'm setting up an area for painting, I like laying down some old newspaper. Um, Because then you have a good surface that you don't care if you spill anything, and it cleans up really easily. I I actually did do that. I put that. I uh, tore open an old brown bag and I laid it all over the coffee table. Okay. And as I'm typing away, I hear, "Dad, this paint's coming out really fast," and there's just blue all over him. (laughs) Oh man! (laughs) Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Bringing kids in the hobby is great until you. Get paint on the carpet or the coffee table, or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, regarding uh, the hobby table, uh, we know that you're currently painting. Um, or do you have anything on your and your building list? Are you building anything? Or, um, my building list is almost all done. I got the uh, Skaven Christmas box, uh, during the holiday times, and so yeah. I spent most of January building that. And I was using the uh, the Loctite super glue um, to do that. And I think I started to get a reaction to it because by the end of that scaven kit, like my eyes would get puffy whenever I started using that gel as yeah. opposed to when I first started, like I was fine. So I've been kind of painting what I've had and wanting to stay away from the uh, super glue for a bit more. Hmm. So yeah, that definitely sounds like some sort of a reaction. Yeah, yeah, never happened. Hmm? Yeah, have you ever had that happen before? No, it was just weird. I I thought maybe it's just overuse or something, Hmm. or maybe I was just trying to glue the spindly bits too close to my face, trying to make sure they look right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. those are smaller models too. There's some small pieces. Get some safety glasses, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose I should be. Thinking smarter since I'm older now, but well, I'm, I'm, nearsighted. I'm nearsighted, so I always take my glasses off whenever I'm painting, and I've done enough like dabbling in uh, modeling and kit bashing and stuff like that where I've been scraping or drilling something and had something come flying at my face, so I just decided to get a set of uh, like 
$5 safety glasses from Target or whatever, and I just put those on whenever I'm working on stuff that way. Hmm. Don't, uh, I don't accidentally have a piece of plastic or a piece of metal come <laughs> flying and get stuck in an eyelid or something. Yeah, it's it's the best when you're uh, sniffing something off a pewter. And yeah. You start slowly closing your eyes as you slowly start squeezing the uh, yeah. the clippers, <laughs> and you hear a ping. You're like, sweet, it missed me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, nice. I should know better by now. <laughs> but it is what well, it is. I was just uh, real happy to have you on. We, um, um, you know, during this season where not a lot of games are happening, not a lot of anything is happening. Um, I know a lot of us are home painting and or building or things and and just having uh, some friendly voices talk about the game that we love um, was sort of the goal for this podcast episode. And uh, and and so I'm. Yeah, I just this has been fun for me. Uh, any any closing thoughts? Any ideas? And anything you want to add? Uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say thanks for having me. And you know, I heard you guys were having a hobby hangouts over Discord, and and hopefully I'll join one of those uh, sometime soon because yeah, it's always better when you have somebody to talk to. Yeah, I want to come hanging out, but Wednesdays are my D and D group now. <laughs> my Wednesday evenings. Yeah. It's fun. I know the last one that I attended, uh, Oz and I were finishing up uh, a game, and so we had uh, we had the Discord on, and we were just playing and kind of listening in and chiming in every now and then, and it just it almost it almost felt like we were in the game store again, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, because that's you know that's what happens when you're in the game store, you know, you're playing yeah. and you're talking to the people on the next table over and whatever and. And uh, yeah. yeah, I I was gonna ask you, Jeremiah, did you get your your mobile painting kit uh, organized? Are you still working on that? Oh yeah, that's a good call. Um, I am not organized on that. Um, okay. At the moment, I'm standing in my garage. This is where I'm recording tonight, and I have just everything just strewn everywhere because we've been <laughs> we've been yeah. unpacking boxes and putting things back where they belong you yeah. know since you know and and we kind of we, we hit the spot where where everything that's essential has a home now yeah and, and now we're like oh we still have more to do let's just <laughs> yeah. burn it all because <laughs> <laughs> you can't um, even give it away right now uh, no, exactly. You can't. And yeah. so we have some boxes that are, you know, that would normally go to like a Goodwill donation. I've got a huge box that I would normally, you know, take back to Powell's and see what they wanted before I took it to Goodwill. And, you know, and you can't do that stuff right now. So there's just, it's just all hanging out, you know, and, but yeah, no, but one thing I have been doing, um, Chad, is as I've been uncovering unpacking my hobby stuff that I just kind of threw into boxes. Mm -hmm. I, I am actually organizing them as I go. And so yeah. the things that are put back are extremely organized. Like yeah. I know exactly where to find that stuff. So That's uh, good. yeah, it is good. It is good. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a Lord Filthus. Uh, I've got a Hellbrute, and I've got my third fetid blight drone. That I need to paint. I'm literally, I'm looking at them right now. And um, that's the last of the Death Guard stuff that I have. And then I'm just putting some, I think it's a Grellian Earth texture from GW that dries and it looks like wet mud. 
yeah. I'm just putting that on the bases and uh and then I'm going back over the rims and repainting those black so everything looks nice and clean. Nice. And um I've got about I've got my 30 Poxwalkers, my 21 Plague Marines, and these three models. Uh, and that's the bulk of what I have left to base, but the smaller bases hopefully should go a little bit quicker. Yeah. Nice. I just have to make a quick comment on, you know, gamer organization. I'm looking at my my hobby table, and when this whole COVID thing started, I organized like you. I put all my paint in my paint racks, had my table all nice, and as I'm looking at it right now, I have two-thirds of my paint probably five inches from the table edge. The paint <laughs> rack is just empty, and I'm just like, I should just really stop fighting that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I've been thinking about uh, actually picking up my my desk as a corner desk, and one side I have my computer, and the other side I've got my painting station. And this paper has been on here since I moved into this apartment uh, almost two years ago at this point now, and it's uh, could could use getting replaced. So I'm thinking about <laughs> picking that up, reorganizing a little bit, and then uh, replacing that paper. Yeah, now's the time. Now's the time. Now is the time. Well, well th- Matt, thanks for yeah coming on, and hanging out, and it's good to hear from you. I'm glad you're surviving. I miss I miss you and all the other Salem guys. I wish I could come down and see you guys more often. Yeah. yeah, feelings mutual. Wish I could come up more. It's fun hanging out and talking to you guys. Really appreciate yeah. the uh, invite. Yeah, and then when and when things start to open up for us, and and you get one of your monthlies going, you know, let us know and we'll come down. So, because you do the others on Saturdays, right? Yeah. 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 Oz and, and I will come down. Shoot for a warcast or something. Yeah. Warcaster tournament. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be pretty yeah. sweet. So, hey, so listeners, we're going to just be putting out some random things over the next few weeks, stuff for you to listen to, fun conversations with people in our area, Um, mostly just encourage you to keep up with the hobby. And uh, we hope that wherever you are today listening, uh, that you're you're doing okay and uh, hang in there. If you like us, uh, let's tell your friends about us. And if you want to join the conversation, we have an active Discord group. Uh, and we talk about all kinds of things, including Age of Sigmar and War Machine and Hordes. So there's that.
Thank you.